1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. This is instant match reaction. Um, Another one all draw, uh, Kev. Yeah. A a kind of polar opposite to last week. Played really, really well,
0: but still only got a one all draw. Yeah, I know. Just give me one second there now. It's what it, to me, I was more, I was just frustrated watching it because did everything right created enough chances, didn't take them didn't work the keeper enough we were good on the ball um, Got did everything right up to the final third and it was either a laboured final pass too much on a cross, not enough on a cross and when the chances did come didn't take them and then it just went from bad to worse it, you know it it was just one of those you know what I mean we I mean, were yeah. You'd have them in a season, it just so happens we're having them right at the fucking start of the season. Frustrating.
1: I think um, we spoke about it last night, maybe during the week, and we were We're wondering what way would they come out. And to be honest with you, they came out really, really well in the first half. Uh, Passing was on point, one and touch two, one and two touch passing. Um, Even the diagonal balls were fine in feet. And I thought, oh yeah, this is more like it. And I I, I think, look, we had a couple of chances. Um, I just think that the... The front three have yet to click properly. Um, and I think <clears throat> I saw comments earlier on saying that we were just throwing balls into the box at height. So it's like we've kind of nearly adapted. Rather than whipping them across low, we've now started to try and uh, accommodate Nunes being in there and we're kind of crossing them in high. And yeah. Palace were just gobbling them up all night.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, here's what it is. I mean, we'll go back to it, the set, but you go back to the. To the start, What did you make of the initial lineup? Because there was some shockers in there, or yeah. some surprise. Not shockers, surprises. <laughs> let's let's just put it that way. There were surprises in there. Yeah, I mean, and I think
1: there was a there was a couple that actually got fired out before the official one that actually had Henderson starting, not Milner. Um, but I think Phillips obviously is the big big surprise. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's due to Gomez having a knock and not being fully match fit. Yeah. Um. But look, we we had a show. We had a show not so long ago. The no transfer knowledge, and a lot of people were of the opinion that he would be allowed to go out on, uh, allowed to go out on loan, and um, probably just as well he didn't. No,
0: I think, and, that I,
1: was, and I have to say, he was solid tonight. Yeah, bar, I mean, look, bar,
0: bar, the bar the goal, which is just the mistake happened before it got to him, and it it, it was compounded by him and Virgil. But at the same time, it was a brilliant pass and a brilliant run. But, I mean, we started well. You had, surprisingly, no Henderson. You had Elliot started, Nunes started. Um, go, You know, no Gomez, Gomez on the bench. I think that threw everyone. It was just... And it, when the game started, we started... Intent. I mean, the intensity was there. The passing was there, as you said, but there was one or two. Re- there was one chance that Trent put a straight ball into, and it was Mo's Mo got a header on it, and it was. <laughs> it was one of those praying that it was going to that that one was going to fall for for Darwin and not to yeah. uh, Mo because he just couldn't get any purchase on the header. You know, it was like, Robbie Doyle would have come in at least Liverpool have a, an mm-hmm. easy game next week. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we we played all right tonight in patches, but results wise, it's just not no. it's not where we need to be. Yeah, you know, it, we can dress it up or down as much as you like. Two draws from your first two games is not where we need to be if we're for the season that's ahead. It's still early days, and look, plenty of sides are going to drop points, and it was important tonight that we didn't drop three.
1: Yeah. You know, but, but look, um, there's actually, uh, Madge Apple there says that we have 10 injuries and a red card. Take a draw and move on. Um, I think we're probably worth more than the draw I thought tonight. The Palace really only had their first chance. I think it was on 17 minutes, but it was offside. Um, but it wasn't actually flagged and Alisson still made a really good save. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then it wasn't until 10 minutes later that actually Zaha got gone. You mentioned it there. I think... It was very unFabinho to to, to to commit himself to that tackle and to throw yeah, himself yeah. into it and um at least take the take the take the foul or take the take the yellow card. But um he just nipped it. it away from him. And I, again, like you said, uh Nat kinda got caught on his heels and was turning. And then like we see most Liverpool defenders now do they kinda stopped to try and see if and he was literally the length of a boot onside. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I don't think for a second that the, the actual lineup really had anything to do with it. I'm not sure if anybody in the comments wants to uh, pipe up about the actual lineup itself. I, I think we played fine with, with the team that we started with.
0: Yeah, I did as well. I thought it it was literally down to the chances that we created. We didn't take them. I mean, Gaita made four saves. You know, we had four shots on target in. Uh, what? We had three minutes and five, eight. So in ninety-eight minutes we had four attempts on target. We hit the post. But twenty-four attempts. You know, it was that's why it, that's why I'm frustrated. Because you have to take your chances when they come. And the one right on halftime for me was uh, the sickener. The first one that Darwin had okay, fair enough, it came at him, he was his body position was all wrong and he just couldn't get around it. But that second one, he saw the ball coming all the way. He has to bury that. You know, he miskicks the second one. And you wonder how much that played on him with the frustration then. And ah, look, he was a fucking idiot. There's no other fucking, there's no other way to get around it. He's literally put a a red mark on his back now for every centre-back has got to needle him and push him for the rest of his time at Liverpool. Because he reacts, and, he and that's what defenders do. do. That's
1: yeah. that's part of their job.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, the one he flicked his head back for the first one, got a, didn't that would that was enough for me. If VR looked at that, it yeah. might have been enough, but the second one, it's just brain dead stupid. You know, there's no nice way of dressing it up. And I know he's a new player, and I'm praying for him to do well. But Christ Almighty, that was just brain dead fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah I did a comment in there
1: saying that um, we've no, we've look, we we've no real forwards at the moment. So I think the word was that uh, Bobby had a knock, but I think it was more so for a precaution. Uh, well, he
0: wasn't available and he wasn't on the bench, so we don't. Yeah, the thing is, don't know. <laughs> and, and so then, it's got it. We don't three know. games now without Nunes. Yeah, and in fairness, if it's four or five, fine, because by the time. By the time Darwin News' suspension is over, Jota will be back. And look, he's got to fucking learn his lesson fast because it's not just in the Premier League, it's in Europe as well. You know, there's going to be defenders left, right, centre are going to play on this. And he can't do what he did. He just can't do it. There's no excuse. None. I think, yeah, you could actually
1: see. uh, I'm not sure whether Klopp actually saw what happened, but. I think he was like told. He, 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 yeah, but he it's like he looked back at Peter Krewitz on the bench and he had watched the replay and he kinda went as though like yeah. no, no Don't
0: argue. There's no yeah. there's no complaints there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I didn't like how long it took him to get off the pitch either. Like no you know I, mean? I can imagine it's more fucking embarrassment than anything else, but still you're it's not gonna get away with it. He knew he knew what he did. And just he had to be fucking hauled off the pitch and clocked roaring at him to get off the pitch. Like at the time, we were 1 0 down. And, you know, we had to fucking get back into the game. We had, and it's one thing our disciplinary record of recent years has been really, really good. You know, we very rarely get players sent off. Very yeah. rare. Especially one, for straight one red red red. card.
1: One red card last year. And I think he's the, he's the first player. I think the commentary said he's the first player to be sent off on their debut at Anfield. Uh, since Joe Cole against Arsenal back in 2010.
0: Yeah, that's what um, I mean. It's very rare that, you, that we get uh, a straight red. you know. So, I mean, how did you see it? Because the start of this, I mean, we went through the first, you go through the first half and it was chance after chance, but it wasn't, bar the, the, the second one, there wasn't really any penetration in anything. You know? No, it's it's it
1: we we played absolutely excellent, I think, up until that the eighteen yard box and obviously they were set up. They they were playing in a well, they were they may have been playing a back four, but they were immediately going to a back five and trying to play the low block. And we just we found it we found it really difficult to, to get through them. Like I said, we were we were sending balls in high and Anderson and uh Guy were just gobbling them up all night. Um, and, it's, and like I said, it's like we've changed to try and sue Nunes, whereas like he's not. Look, I know people are going to, there's a few comments him, in know. there. That, yeah, there's a few in there commenting on his first twitching that. And that's just, he's his young, he's panicky. His touch was all
0: right.
1: Panicky, yeah, there's a few in here, but also a few in uh, a few groups that I'm in is that it's like he takes too long. Um, I think the one where he was going through in the second half where yeah it was a handball he right how he, he he actually played okay uh, up to that point
0: yeah I mean the thing um, is the the only thing I'd say it's his first game is his first start, and you can imagine the nerves are fucking coursing, and we're pumping through it so if you want, if you felt you needed to take that extra touch to get a good shot off rather than just hitting hope fair enough but it's um it's, it's going to be a debut to remember for all the fucking wrong reasons for it. You know, and it, it wasn't as if he didn't have the chances for a brace. He did. You know, so look. He's going he's
1: to have, have an awful lot
0: of making up to. You.
1: Like Tom Bowler yeah. said, three game ban, then Klopp will make him jump through hoops to earn a spot back in the starting 11.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, unfortunately, it's just going to be a case of needs must by the time his uh, ban is up. He won't be banned for, from Europe. So it's like. He'll miss the United game and he'll miss the next two games after that. But, you know, it's um, it's, it's just a frustration. It couldn't have come at a worse fucking time as well, you know? Look, we seem to play
1: better when he went off. Nunes, uh, let's talk about some of the positives. Oh, or not Nunes, when Nunes went off, Diaz just comes to life. I, and he seemed to kind of take up more of a central position. I think Klapp made the... 4-4-1 four, 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 kind of gesture onto the pitch. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that was more so of Diaz through the middle, and it just became became what he should have been. Um, maybe in up until then. Um, and I, I saw a few comments in the Telegram and also in WhatsApp group saying that. Um, what do we make of how is, is Robo affected by how wide? why Diaz is playing. So he'd have Mane. Normally Mane would play, kind of come, come in slightly, like nearly like an inside yeah. left. Um, Diaz seems to get chalk mm-hmm. on his boots and hold the, the touchline, which kind of forces Robbo kind of inside, like an, an underlap. And I'm just not sure whether that's...
0: It doesn't suit him. Or not. It doesn't. no, It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't suit him. That's the kind of thing I think is it works fine when Thiago plays. Yeah, Because if... play breaks down, you can pop it back to Thiago and he'll just spray it out the other side It's absolutely fine. He's just a safe pair of hands there. But Milner isn't that guy. And Milner was here, there, and everywhere in the first half. He was on the left, he was on the right. I mean, the other person I thought did really well tonight was Harvey. Lively, he was linking the play up really well. The only thing that I found on the right-hand side Because he's left-footed, and is really left-footed, Mo's left-footed, Trent came inside. We narrowed the pitch on that side. Whereas on the other side, Diaz was neither here nor there. He wasn't, like you say he was staying out in the touchline. I don't think he was staying out there enough. And he wasn't coming inside enough to warrant for Robert to go on the outside. It It was almost like we wanted everything to go through the middle. Or and no one to go around the back and put crosses in from, from the byline. It was like crosses from um, a deeper position or play, try to play an intricate one, two in and around the box. And it to me, that lineup, it just didn't... That lineup wasn't going to play that way. It wasn't going to be successful that way because for what Milner offers you, he doesn't offer you that. Yeah. And I thought... Elliot did okay, but you needed someone else on the left. That's why it was unfortunate, really, that Naby was back training late. What, what, you know, I, it,
1: is that what we make of it? It's a case that he's not matched he did, for you because of illness?
0: Yeah, I think it was, whatever the illness was, he was back, apparently back in training on Saturday. So he's had like, what, one, two sessions. <laughs> not enough. Yeah, it's It's just um, one of those.
1: But I mean, in the in the first half, we, we mentioned Elliot, but I thought that he he never stopped. If he lost the ball, he won it straight back. Yeah, and uh, it was but, great. to but, see. And, and and that was, I, I think, that was across the. Team, that was across the know, board.
0: Like, yeah, counter pressing and winning the ball back high out the pitch. This is what what the frustrating thing is. Palace had the one chance, and credit to them, they took it. You know, they forced a mistake, they capitalized on it, and good. You know, fair play. It was a, it was a brilliant finish. It's a really well-timed run, happy days. For the rest of the half, we dominated the ball. We dominated it, even winning it back high up the pitch. We just couldn't get the final ball right. And You see, I think that's the, way, you know, that's, that's
1: the thing with us, is that when we win the ball up high, all of these chances that we get, I think you said before we came on that they had 24 shots. Well, I think yeah. only, four of them, only four of them were on target. But what happens is, sure. is when our chances, more often than not, come from when we win the ball up top. And when you win the ball up high, they generally have a lot of defenders there, um, and your, your your chances aren't as clear cut as when we leave up space open at the back. So yeah, yeah they only had the one um, the one um, chance, but it was basically a true on goal and a one on one with the keeper. And look, take nothing away from the finish. We said that before we came on as well. That has finished was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I think just whilst we, we do make an awful lot of chances, then they're never really clear cut. Or you never see, it's rare that you see somebody just bearing down on goal. Um, it is a cross in, or it's a feed it uh, kind of a true ball into the box or something like that. So it's never, they're never cut and dry. Yeah. it
0: they, they weren't tonight anyway. You no. know, it, it was like, I mean, the other thing that, it, that disappointed me was our set pieces, corners. Uh, the delivery into the box, the movement in the box. When you saw some of the goals that were scored over the weekend, the Spurs one stands out, you know, mm-hmm. the, del- for the delivery from Perisic into Kane. It's not like the lads that are taking, like Trent and Robo aren't c- capable of putting those crosses in. And you had the likes of Van Dyke you had Fabinho, Nat Phillips in the box, Darwin when he was on, big guys, you know, powerful in the air. We never put a ball into any kind of a decent space for him to be able to attack it. They were just mm. really poor, and for a side that does so well from set pieces, you know, when you get a game like tonight where it's just not going in, it's not is not going right. You need something like that. You need one of those corners to fucking work. Like,
1: there. there's a comment there that I want from, from uh, Prakar saying, "I'm not going to put it up." Um, but it was the next thing I was about to say. Simicast comes on, you think, here's your chance. And I think he, he was getting balls closer to section 302 uh, when he was swinging yeah. them in. Um, like you, you talk, and, and, and I like the way, like I get what you say, that normally you get rubble towards the byline and he's pulling them back, whereas Simacast offers something different in terms that he, he kind of crosses from a little deeper. Oh Jesus Christ! They were they were hitting, nearly hitting the corner
0: flag, Martin. Yeah, but the problem the you got play. with Cibicic coming on is who's he hitting? Yeah, who's yeah. in the box? You know, I mean, it it was a time in the game where that wasn't the way to go. You know, it it was the opposite. It was like if you want to go that way, you needed Virgil to go up front. You know, and leave Nat mm-hmm. Phillips on. You know, if you want to go that way, then put someone up front to hit. You can't do that with Luis Diaz, Mo Salah, and Carvalho to try to blow crosses in like that. It's, it's crazy.
1: Um, and says there, these injuries are ridiculous. I know we don't panic, but F me, fuck me. Uh, this squad is really starting to look paper thin, especially now with Darwin's ban. Um, and that's what we, we said there. I'll take that down. It's covering our faces. Um, it's. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, it. If Bobby's injury is maybe um, slightly worse than is to be believed, instead of it being a, a precaution, what way do we line up next week against United with no Nunes? Is it a is it a case of Diaz through the middle, Salah and Carvalho on the left?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, either that, or you put you go four four two and put Salah and Diaz up top with. Mm. Um, well, you could go 4, four, four two, and just say, look, Fabinho and Henderson, you you sit in midfield, you play Harvey on one side, you play Carvalho on the other side, and you'd have Luis Diaz and Mo Salah from. It was... Yeah, I mean, Garrett makes a good point there, actually. Carvalho needs a few balls of shoot to beat him up. He's 19 years of age and he's literally, you know, coming into the Premier League raw. You know, there's a big jump up in class from the championship to the Premier League. It is a really big. Does mommy on a leather deal. shoe lace? There is, yeah. But in fairness, he's not going to physically grow into his body until he's twenty one, yeah. twenty two, twenty three.
1: Yeah. You know. But I, it, I mean, he, he, I think he came on and did well. Uh, look, let's yeah. let's talk let's talk about getting back into it. So, look, we go yeah. down to we go down to the ten men. Um, and I I turned around to the little lad. I was sitting. We were sitting watching it together, and I said he was. Devastated because he has Nunes in his fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, um, "Well, look, I said, sometimes teams play play better with 10. He said, what do you mean 10? And I said, we've only got 10 players now. He said, you not put- Henderson just came on. I said, yeah, no, but we still only have 10. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, he's watching you know, too much <laughs> you
0: know, I love the innocence <laughs>
1: of it. <laughs> um, but um, I said it to him, I said, look, sometimes uh, a team will play better with 10. And that turned out. I, I think we actually did play better with, with, with the 10 men. And what a goal by Diaz. It, and I, I, I'm on the record here of saying he needs to start aiming for that other post. <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> it was <laughs> a great goal.
0: It was Excellent. a great goal. It was a great hit. It was, And it needed that bit of individual... That's what I was saying about set pieces. It needed an individual piece of brilliance. And it was some hit. It was some goal. It was a goal worthy of winning a game. Yeah, you know, not worthy of a point. It was an absolute screamer, hit with real pace. He made it all himself. He just went, kept going and going and going, and it was like he had to hit it. And when he hit it, it was you. When you saw it in the replay, and you see the spin on the ball, he just he hit that as true as you're ever going to hit a ball from there. It was an absolute peach of a goal, brilliant.
1: And he, he's been threatening a goal like
0: that. In in previous performances, yeah, I mean, in was, the Fulham game, he had the um, the offside goal, and yeah. he had another one that hit the crossbar. Yeah. And he, you're right; he, he, had, had, been he, he had a in couple that.
1: in the FA Cup final as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and that's Neither what the, right. I was saying. He needs to needs to stop aiming for that far post and maybe aim for the near post. But um, that was a, a, an unbelievable goal. And like you said, it, it was a goal that probably deserved to win a match. But I mean, even at then when we got that, I thought we're going we're, we're going to go on and win this.
0: Um and I thought I thought we were the way we were playing I thought we have every chance. But then when Palace made the changes and it got to like 85 minutes, I thought fuck it, please don't lose this. <laughs> you know, whatever happens, get the point. You know, as dour and miserable as that sounds, when you're down to ten and the situation is what the way it is. Just get the point at all costs, you know. And in fairness, I don't think Allison had much to do. I don't think I don't even know if he made a save. You know, I don't know if he made a save in anger. I think he had one shot save. He had the offside one, and then I think the yeah. Kevin Ball makes a good point there. Zaha missed. It was a difficult chance, but it was one he should have scored. I think he should have got. He came in. They got. He went with the wrong foot, I thought. Yeah, they they got two v one at the back post. And Trent stuck with the man who was closest on the inside. Zaha was on went on the outside, but and the cross was fizzed that fizzed in. And if he gets any kind of decent connection on that at all, he he scores. You know, it was a brilliant cross. And Trent was stuck between the devil and the deep you see Do you stick with your own man or do you go with the one at the far post? If a goal is scored from there, either way, you're wrong. So, he stuck with the guy he was closest to and, Zaha, and he left Zaha alone, which, fine, you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's something that we've spoken about before, Dermot, so do, do, do any of our midfielders ever score? It used to be uh, midfielders looking for 10 to 15 goals a season. I think in all competitions last season, our midfield scored 39 goals. I think it was twenty one or twenty four, maybe in the Premier League. So we do get them, um, but I get what you're saying, and um, I, I do think we probably need a, a couple more goals from midfield. Yeah,
0: you don't often I, get you don't often get that runner from midfield to break the line to go in to go in, to go in behind it. You look at the comp, you know, look at how at the makeup of the midfield. I think you'll get that from Harvey. I think yeah. Harvey Elliott, as he evolves, as he plays through the season, I think you'll get that from him. I don't think you're going to get that from Henderson. You'll get the odd. I mean, Henderson is liable to chip in with four or five, and odds are most of them are going to be perlers. You know, uh, Milner will chip in with the odd one or two. Fabinho will get a thunderbolt here and there. Fabinho is the one who frustrates me because it was night and day the difference between today and the Fulham game. The mistake aside for the goal fair, you know, that can happen. He made 111 passes at 94% accuracy. Tonight. You know, you're the most passes of anyone. And it's like <clears throat> for someone his size at six foot two, he should be more of a presence in the opposition box. He's well capable of it. You know, Daz uh, hey Daz, how are you doing? How are you getting on, Dan? Um very disappointing result tonight, but the performance wasn't bad. Away to United next week is now must win. Absolutely yeah, This, I mean, it's always it was must-win anyway, but hmm. Definitely fucking must win now because by the time we play United, everyone else will have played. And we're sat here on two points twiddling our thumbs. Unusual,
1: isn't it? Two Monday night games. I think somebody said earlier on they hate half 12 games and they hate Monday night games. And we've got three three of them in our first three games of this season. Um, Look, um, we did create more chances um, after the goal. Uh, like I said, I thought we were going to go on and win it. We had the kind of snapshot from Mo, and then you had that uh, shot from Carvalho, um, which I was up off the couch about. Yeah, I thought um, I <laughs> thought that was that
0: was close. The Mo one I thought was, eh, you know, that was one of those half chances. If they go in, they look they're great, fantastic. The Carvalho one, you know, I thought he, that was another one. He saw it coming. He had time to to pick his spot and. Yeah, you know, he was fresh on the pitch. It wasn't as if it was his first touch or anything. You got to get that on target. Make the keeper make the save. You know, if you get it on target and you and the keeper saves it for you know, fair enough. You don't have to bury it into the corner. You know, it is it's the only criticism I'd have because I thought other than that, is he was fine. Kevin
1: says, if we don't beat United, I don't want to hear any of this shit about being positive.
0: No, oh, there's a hell
1: of a lot to be more. There's a hell of a lot to be positive about this week than there was last week.
0: Yeah, um, last week I was look, fuming.
1: This is football. We come out and play really, really well uh, in the first half this week, and we go in at the break one nil down. We played absolutely shite last week in the first half, and we go in one nil down. <laughs> um, yeah. it, that, this is why. Uh, this is why That's people watch football. It's the game. Um, so um, I think it was Greaves, he said, it's a funny old game. So, um, and it is. <laughs> no kisser is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, just to go back on uh, the, the point about the goals from midfield, I think what we need, and I've said this, and maybe Ox in the past was probably that player, and not so much Naby, but it is something that I think when we're not having joy with the attack or breaking down the, the, the defence, we, I think we do need to just get somebody to hit one from distance. And look, Diaz yeah. did it. Like, look, he bet, he bet a few players, but even you see it with our play, we're playing across maybe about four or five yards away from the eighteen-yard box between our midfielders. Yeah, somebody just needs to have a smack at it. And, and even if it doesn't go in, if it keeps it saves, it's going to spill to somebody. Yeah, do you know what I mean. So and I don't think I don't think we have that threat, and that's why teams can probably decide sit in. To, to sit in. Yeah, they can sit in, he's stay he's in like their shape. Like from
0: distance. Yeah. yeah, if someone takes a shot from distance, that means someone has to come and press it. So the next time you can play around them. You know, that's the whole point of t- half the point of taking a shot from outside the box is look, it might go in. Odds are it fucking won't. It, they very rarely do. But the whole point is to draw people towards you to create space for people inside. And if people are being narrow and tight, that's how you. That's how you got to. You've got to go around them. If you can't go over them, you have to go through them. And if you to go through them, you have to pull them out of shape. And that's one way of doing it. And it's not like Henderson isn't capable, Fabinho is definitely capable. It's just they're either they're under instruction to keep the ball moving and keep possession and keep pressing and keep the pressure on. Because the, the one thing that will happen if you take a bad shot like that, you're giving the ball back to them and you're going back to resetting. And you're giving them, you know, you're just leaving the pressure valve off. So there's there's two sides. I get where you're coming from. Having that threat, we should have it. You know, it's not like yet Klopp hasn't been there long enough to develop the squad enough to be able to have that player to have that threat. But at the moment, with what's available, I just don't see it. It's it's just not there at the moment. And think, uh, to be fair, it, this this is as threadbare as I've seen the squad now in a long, long time. Yeah. I think it's 10 injuries, isn't it, in total? Yeah, I mean, um, the thing is, the lucky thing is, I suppose, in a way, is that we don't have a midweek yet. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I think Chris might be slightly paraphrasing here, but he says, Klopp just said he's going to give Nunes the digs for being stupid. I would actually love him to hear that say those actual words, but I doubt
0: that's the way he said it. But, um, look... He's going to get a serious yeah. rocket up his hole because it's just not fucking on. You know, whatever about getting sent off for a late tackle, a bad tackle, whatever, that happens in the game. Getting a red card for reacting to a fucking defender is criminal. It's stupid. You know, it, Especially, it, as, I, a, as, especially has, as a
1: striker, as a nine or whatever. Like you, That should be part and parcel of your game.
0: Yeah, it's gonna hap- and, it, and it will have <laughs> happened to him. It's not like he went through his time in Portugal and he went through his time in Spain. You know, as a spotty little teenager, you know, coming up through with in the Spanish second division, that he didn't get lumps kicked out of him because he would have. You know, it's you that you cannot fuck, you cannot do it, you can't do it. It's just fucking unforgivable. Look, there's a,
1: a lot of calls um, in in the chat here and several other groups that I'm in that, um, like. That's it. We've dropped four points. The league is over. (laughs) Um, If anybody uh, fails to remember, and I know it's Man City, they lost their first game of the season last season, so they were immediately three points behind us. So we're two games in. um, Everybody needs to chill. If you're worried about the league being over after two games, maybe football isn't the sport for you. Um, We came back from, I think it was 14 points behind in February last year. So we've still got plenty of games to make this up, and um, we will have players coming back. And- I will
0: tell you one thing: the, the the calls, the pressure on Klopp to add to this squad is going to be real now for the rest of the window. Partially because I think it it needs it, it needs it needs a fresh a fresh it needs fresh blood. You know, and the other side of it, it can't be a case that the money isn't there. But my biggest problem, my biggest fear is, I don't know how they make up the numbers when the you know, because someone has to go for to get someone in, someone has to not be registered, and if it's a case that you don't register ox at all, that means you have to bring in. I think I don't know. Callum is normally what the one who's really good at this. Someone in the chat might know if Laura's in there. How are we for homegrown players? If it's a case that we don't register Ox, can we bring someone in who's non-homegrown and still keep the numbers where we are? Because I think I think we I think we need that squad needs a fre- it needs a fresh blood. It needs something. There's something not right in it. You know it's. It's almost a case, like, with the midfield especially. They've been together for so long. There's only so many times you can go to the well. you know. And I thought we played well tonight. I did. I genuinely did. I thought the midfield mm-hmm. backline, the, with the ball, we were fine. I wasn't ha- unhappy with it. But I just looked at the bench tonight. And I know there's injuries, and I know a lot of them are only six weeks, a month, two months, whatever. It's not massive Time that they're out for, but you know, you could find yourself right off the pace here in this league the way it's condensed really quickly. That's
1: but look a big, G- fucking worry. G- G10 put in a, a comment there based on what we were saying a few minutes ago about the, the league not being over. Another heroic chase, medals for runners up. We didn't catch City last year, no, but we came back from 14 points and finished a point behind them. We're only four points behind them now. So, Laszlo also follows it up by saying he's not saying it's over. Uh, giving them a four-point lead after three games, as it's on the back foot. It has, um, yeah, already, and it's not ideal. No, it's not. Oh, like no one's saying it is. If any, if anybody wants to give up now, yeah, off your pop, <laughs> pretty much. Um, um, now I think, it's Dean. Dean, I just saw something popping up there. It has to be. Uh, he has to be on a wind up. He said that uh, Matteo Nunes just signed for Wolves.
0: Okay. <laughs> the thing is, if that's true, Dean, and, and hey Dean, fair play to you, mate. If uh, that's true, that's usually the pathway that a lot of Portuguese players go down to get their door to get in to the Premier League. The well well trodden path. And to be fair, he's been touted around all summer as a as getting a move. Somewhere. But none of the big clubs in Europe went for him. Nobody. Not Manchester United when they're screaming out for a midfielder, not Man City with the prospect of losing um Bernardo Silva. So you have to look at it and think, well, they all can't be wrong. You know, we'll see how he goes. <laughs> you know, if he goes to Wolves, we'll see how he goes because so one thing with Wolves, he, he'll play a lot. He'll play every week. And we'll see what he's like. You know, and 40 million euro plus 5 million add-ons. Yeah, that was pretty much what the papers were were talking about. So, look. The, the we'll, follow-out, the follow-out to follow well, we'll up, to follow up wherever it is. We'll see in the season how he goes, don't we? You know, but I just look at it and I think with the amount of play- clubs out there looking at midfielders and looking at midfield options and not one Champions League club anywhere went for him. You know, that's a bit weird. You know, it wasn't the case it was just the Premier League. You know, there's plenty of clubs in Spain, Italy. France, PSG are looking for centre-mids because they, they're trying to change the dynamic of their midfield. They never went for him. None of the German clubs went for him. So we'll see over the season how he goes. But if um, he does go really well, Wolves will cash in. Well,
1: he won't leave wolves, wolves on the cheap if he plays well. I'm, uh, I'm not going to do any funny puns um, for AP Vanish tonight. <laughs> I'm just no. going to go straight in. I'm not, do it. I'm not into humour, so no. I'll just read, it. I'll just read yeah. it out to you. So, uh, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers' advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes, IPVanish VPN makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like Fire Stick when you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners uh, with a 30-day money back guarantee. It's just like getting 9 months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. So, um, Kev... I've not. I've not had a chance to see any any of the post match match reaction, obviously um, on Sky or anything like that. I've set it to record. Um, how differently does Clap approach the players from tonight versus last Saturday?
0: He won't be. I don't think he's going to be unhappy with the performance you will be unhappy with the finishing, you know, and certain things at certain moments where they could have made better decisions. Composure was lacking in the final third, you know, be it the last, be it the way to pass, be it the right cross, better finishing. But I think defensively, he, he won't be unhappy. Look, a side like Palace set up to play on the break with Eze and Zaha, and they, Eze and Zaha were really good tonight. They're going to get chances. They're going to get the odd one that works. And they did. They got one that worked. So it's very difficult to play the way we play and keep them all out all the time. So I think you'll accept the one effort with the high risk and high reward because for the high line that we do play, it allows us to press in their final third a hell of a lot. And we did that. We turned the ball over really well. It was just the final third that let us down. You know? And we just didn't work out enough. And that's the frustrating part. But I think you'll take a lot more positives out of tonight's performance than he did out of the Fulham one. The Fulham one was just not acceptable on any level. How much? Tonight, a, how, there's stuff to work on.
1: How much of a mental block does it now become having gone, uh, gone behind in our last six Premier League games running? It doesn't help, does to, it? To, no. Does does it does this kind of start getting in on players or does it make them nervous or is it kinda of in the back of their head or?
0: I'd say it would have done if the squad was younger, you know, but it's not. The squad is a reasonable age, you know, especially with the uh, at the back. They're not inexperienced inexperienced players, even in midfield. Bar Harvey, you know, the rest of them aren't inexperienced. So I think it'll frustrate him more than anything, but I don't think it'll play on him that way. But I think what will have frustrated them is the amount of shots that they're having and they're not converting. But let's have a look. Clock got it yeah. wrong. Sorry, lads, both performances. Bar the second half was poor. We simply don't look like scoring. Bar a lucky Nunez flick, a lucky Nunez assist. He knew nothing about and a screamer. It's a view. <laughs> I thought all of those actually count as goals. Yeah,
1: me too. <laughs> um, I'd like to know, so if, you, if you're if you still there, uh, you never walk alone, Um What did he get wrong? That's what I'd, that's what I'd like to know. Um, I mean, he's obviously put out the best team that he possibly can tonight, given that Gomez obviously had a knock um, and wasn't fully match fit. Matip hadn't trained. Um, Thiago was injured. Jota is injured. Uh, Firmino is rumoured to be injured. So there's rumoured of 10 injuries. Um, Who would you have started? Or who would you have played? And to be honest with you, um, By the second half, I thought we were excellent in the first half. Up to a point. Um, So, um, yeah, I'd like to know. If you want to come back to us and just let us know what what exactly did he get wrong? Um, We'll move on anyway. who else have we
0: got in here? That's, back for, that's an interesting sunny Sonny Sparkles there. Back four giving away too much space. Yeah, that's kind of the point, though. If you're playing a high line, you're going to have a lot of space in behind you. That's the risk you take to have so many players up front and going in forward positions. It's like if you want to play with your back four and two holding midfielders that sit in and allow teams to come on to you, like, say, content with Spurs, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, Spurs with Chelsea, they played 5-3-2, whichever way you want to dress it up. And they were lucky to get a point, but they got a point. Same, The same point as what we got tonight is, has the same value. It's just against Chelsea and not against Crystal Palace, but it's still only a point. You know, there's many ways to play this game, and this is the way that we've been playing. We've been playing like this, leaving spacing behind for sides to try to attack us. Do you know what I mean? It is... I, I just don't see that as a negative to me. Hang on, we, uh, we
1: have uh, You never walk along It's back The pitch positioning was so wrong in both games. We played so narrow. Trent should be wider and not in the centre. game was fine, with Gomez and Hendo
0: had to play. Salah and Diaz needed to be higher up. Right, well... Gomez couldn't play yeah. because he's not. He couldn't do ninety minutes, and we and don't know why. We don't know why head. Henderson. And I said this last night that he'd have to make a call on midfield between Elias and Henderson because Henderson on the left doesn't really work. He's not, and it's he's. You've seen it when he came on. He really had struggles playing that left side of a three. So he went with Harvey, and he went with Harvey on merit because of what he did against Fulham. And I think the way he performed tonight, he deserves to keep his position. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying about Trent being where he is. And ideally, I would prefer someone on the right-hand side who's right-footed, who can make those overlapping runs with Mo coming on the inside. I I understand that, and I think it narrows us. It does. It's a problem. If you're playing Salah and you're playing Harvey Elliott, you're always going to be narrowing that side of the pitch because they're both left- footed, you know, and it's a frustration I do I understand it, but I think a way around playing doing that is playing too up top is playing too up top, and that way you could probably you could probably do it. but the way that we're playing at the moment, Trent is playing that inside right center mid attacking midfielder while we're, we're on the ball and when we're off the ball he drifts back into right back again you know it's not he's not a conventional right back in the sense i get what you're saying though i, I and i do get it it is a problem and we have to overcome it but it's it's also a problem that created enough chances tonight you know on an overnight, you ha- you take those chances you know so but in large parts of last season he
1: he he wound up in that position as well yeah
0: that's designed that's not accident that you, you know that He's picking up that position quite a lot, and it's something actually that um, if you've ever watched Bayern, Joshua Kimmich, when he started his career at right back, he ended up being that kind of player playing inside, centre mid from right back. So it's not something that we've that we've reinvented the wheel or anything. It's been done before, you know, and that's how Kimmich ended up developing into a centre mid because that's where he evolved into, but. It's just one of those. What's Rory saying
1: there? Uh, Rory says, "Never wondered if United would be more pragmatic against Liverpool next week, given Palace play the uh, five-four-one. You wonder if Ten Hag will take a backward step for us. We could do with Keita option at left side of midfield.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: I'm that. not. I don't. I'm not sure. Ten Hag strikes me as the type of lad that's. Oh, sorry. Um, that he wants to play a certain way, and you're learning. Like for them to. To revert back, it's kind of nearly shown that maybe the way he wants to wants them to play isn't working. I'm not sure. I I, I don't think, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Old Trafford. I know it's Liverpool, and they'll do anything to get a result against
0: Liverpool. But I'm not sure. Old if Trafford. it was Mourinho, he would. And Mourinho yeah. did do it. And he doesn't give a shit. Um, no, he did do it against at Old Trafford against us. He played a back five. He played a five three two. It wasn't a two. It was a five four one because Rashford ended up playing as a left winger. He, uh, I think it was Martial. Might have been Martial or someone played up front, and you saw the team sheet. At the starting was 5-3-2, but it played as a five four one. Um, will Ten Hag do it? He should, but don't, I don't know. He should do it. In, in fairness, because if you can stifle, if you can stifle us playing. All you have to do, you get one counter-attack right and you'll get you'll get a chance. But it's just a case of, do they have the discipline? Whereas Palace were organised and disciplined and came for a point and got a point. I don't know if this United side are disciplined enough. But discipline,
1: discipline, but also they'll have spent a vast majority of the summer and pre-season trying to play a completely opposite way. So um, they have a weak... To change to play the way Palace played tonight. I'm not sure their heads will be up their holes like they're playing one way one week uh, and another the next. I'm not sure they have the players to to be able to adapt like that. Kevin says Naby can't start over Milner. Klopp doesn't trust him lads it's no wonder he's not signing the contract We said it earlier on Kevin uh, Naby actually only trained on Saturday after being ill for two weeks. Was it Kev? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well he missed Um, the Fulham game and he didn't get back to training until Saturday. Had so a week and a half. Yeah. He was never. And the thing is, the way things are at the minute, he's not going to throw him in on the strength of one or two training sessions. He's just not going to do it. You know, especially when you've got Milner there, who's more than capable of coming in and doing a job. And he did. He came in and did a job. He was fine. I think you see Keita yeah. next
1: week against United. You have to. Because he's, like, the two games last year, he played extremely well.
0: Uh, you have to. In the fairness, it's the one thing that if you if he's going to be playing in that left-centre-mid role, that is his favourite position. That's where he's best at. So, look, it's a, lot, a lot can happen in the next seven days. Kevin said he's trained all week. He hasn't. No, I didn't think so. He hasn't. He was... He wasn't back until Saturday, because Klopp, even in his press conference, said that he w- he was back in the building. Yeah, you know, so he might have trained Friday, but as far as I know, it was Saturday.
1: A draw is a draw, but it's cost us titles twice now. Draws, Tony Sparkles. Yeah, uh, like Shawnee said last night that uh, you don't. You either win or you lose. There are no draws. A draw is essentially a loss, and it is. And look, it's it's not ideal to be four points off. Of course, uh, after two games, but look, um, we've been in worse positions. Like I said, um, we've come back from worse positions. They've come back from worse positions. Yeah. So um, we just
0: look, need to get that. We just need to get that first win under our belt, and you know things look better after after three points. They always do. If we'd have snuck a win tonight, it would have been a great comeback. We'd have dominated possession, got our chance, took, took the chance when it came, and we had three points down to 10 men, and we're all fucking delighted with life. You know, no one ever accused this club of, of doing things the easy way, and we certainly aren't at the minute.
1: Art right, says, so Kev, we need to stop uh, conceding chances where the percentage of opposition teams scoring is too high, so clearly the high line does not do us any favours when we have injuries. We should be more adaptable. Um, I mean, there was a point last year where we were singing the lines praises. We had cut people off side over 100 times. I, I get what you're saying about not being in there, probably not as well drilled on it as maybe Kanate, matapa and, and Gomez.
0: Yeah, look, I'm, it's not going to change. So if you think it's going to change because we conceded a, a goal where... Zaha made a perfect run. It's not. It's just not going to change, you know. And nor will it. Nor should it. It shouldn't change, you know. At here's the end of the day. here's
1: something here that I, I want to talk about. And his name is Ryan Cavanaugh, And it, that's Ryan Cavena, my cousin. He says he doesn't watch live. He watches them the next day. Uh, What's the story with your man Anderson climbing over the top of everyone? The way the re- refereeing has began this season is madness. Some mad fells being let go. Some soft ones being called up. Now that's something. Look. I think when the ball gets like played Spotify into the well. box, Anderson is all over Diaz. All yeah. over him. Um, and nothing is given. And then in the 89th minute, Ward is all over Diaz.
0: And he gives a free kick. because yeah. it's outside the box. Uh, uh, nearly identical. It was, it, it was identical. Yeah. There were mirror images of each other. But you'll never... I mean... There, there, there were some you, challenges where I thought a Liverpool player had failed a Palace
1: player. Yeah. I thought, oh, what are you doing? And he waved them on. And yeah. it's not just tonight. I've watched other games, obviously. Yeah, I've watched the season started. Game and time. it is. It's strange the way it's... They are letting things go. Uh, uh,
0: do you, I mean, there's a comment in there as well about the time wasting. Why warn them? You know, if someone's wasting time in the 46 minute over a yeah. goal kick, fucking book him. Why are hmm. you giving them a warning? Why are you calling the captain over to tell people to hurry up, take control in because you're going to add it on. He added on fuck all. Oh. He added on five minutes because of the amount of subs. And there was a VR, There was a there was an injury. You know, and it's then like,
1: somebody somebody actually ran onto the, the pitch as well. Yeah,
0: wasn't it? So, oh, that gombe! And I swear to God, he needs a lifetime ban whoever that was. But like, I what's the point? I don't get it. They made a big hoo ha last week about uh hurrying goalkeepers up as soon as he booked him on the ninetieth minute. He just he stood, there. <laughs> he stood there and it's like, "What? Well, you're not gonna send me off, I know you're not. So it's it's bullshit. You're dead right about the, the Anderson. And the thing is, you're never gonna get a penalty for that. But yeah. outside the box, it's a foul all day, every day. And it's and I'm always sick, given.
1: sick of talking about that. It's a foul regardless of where it is. Why are he so reluctant to give it as a penalty if it happened in the center circle, which it well just passed the center circle, which it did. About so five ten minutes after, it was given us a free kick against one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dean Rogan and great <laughs> commentator. <yeah>. The pitch <laughs> invader was trying to get a knee.
1: It, it was either you know that what? he was trying to cha- He was trying to chase Matt out of the stadium.
0: Do you, God's <laughs> poor Matt. Do you, do you remember during the twenty eighteen World Cup at the start of the World Cup when VR was introduced? They were giving penalties at corners, left, right, and centre. And what you had by the end of the tournament was defenders actually defending. You had more goals scoring for, from corners because attackers were able to attack the ball rather than having to fight with someone who's six foot three trying to out muscle them. And the game was better for it. And they just went away from it again. You know, it's like they have all these wild ideas at the start of the season, and then they revert to type after it. I mean, I don't know, but I saw RefWatch today. And it was just more verbal gymnastics to try to justify decisions. So we're fucking shocking. I've stopped watching that. Dermot has
1: obviously, he's cute. They, they need, they need somebody that's not as, like, because he's like best mates with your man, Riley, isn't he? Yeah. The head of the PGMO, MOL or whatever. But he, he, you're right. They do, uh, it's like, uh, I, I think it should be a red card, but, uh, but uh, I, I can see why he didn't give it. And they're just like, oh, I just come out and, I mean, give your honest opinion, like, yeah. Um, They're not try to at three days, yeah. Ten Hag is finished if he goes with a low, and the red still punish Man United. Only works if Liverpool don't score first. Palace players have a stronger work at it, but United players may, may be up for it. Um, I don't
0: know. Look, we'll, there's a long way to go. I mean, the thing is, we've got a real issue now up front, um, and how we tackle that and how we. How we play against United. Is Bobby going to be available? How far away is Jota? You know, is it a case that Salah has to start in the middle and Elliot has to play wide left? Or sorry, wide right. And Henderson comes in in the eighth. Mm. Is that how we're going to have to go? I, look, there's going to be, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of shows between now and then where we'll rip through the whole thing. We'll be a lot wiser after the after tonight, tomorrow when we find out exactly what's going on with some of the injuries. Because the amount of them now... I mean, and it's not just Liverpool, to be fair. There's an awful lot of players like uh, Diego Carlos going out with an, his ruptured Achilles. You know, there's an awful lot of players going down with groin strains and hamstring injuries. You know, is it a case that because the season has started too early, the pre-season was really short, too in, so intense for an awful lot of clubs, not intense enough, if, you know, for the likes of City... Did did we get it wrong by playing too so many games? Did City get it right by playing too few games? I mean, I I, I thought it would work in the opposite. I thought City were kind of probably
1: not doing clubs. themselves any favor not having uh, so many games. Yeah,
0: season games. But look, in fairness, they've had two pretty walkover opponents as well, so that's helped them out. My
1: Apple says that uh, Klopp club said Bobby could be back from Monday. Yeah,
0: uh, hopefully. But then again, are you better off? Is Bobby, are you going to start with Bobby at Old Trafford as opposed to maybe Mo? I don't know. Does he offer you enough? I mean, someone's was he's saying there, start Cavalier in the first night, and I don't think he's strong enough. I Genuinely, I don't think that's his position. I think he's better facing up to play, not with his back to play. Um, maybe in time he can play that way. I don't know. I Dean, I completely agree. I pretty much be saying that for the whole summer whatever about the midfield I always felt that we needed a forward a right sided attacker more than anything
1: Yeah it'll be interesting to see how we cope when it goes two games a week the
0: way we're going with the injuries performance is going to get a lot tougher on the lads Do you know what Ryan the one thing I'll say to that I think when you've got a game every few days I think you you just roll into it you know I think for the majority of the players at the club that's normal you know this playing midweek weekend midweek weekend that's what they thrive on it's not training going being on the training ground for five days a week you know it's because when they start playing two games a week three games a week they're not training you know they're just going back into the access center cool down specific training regimes work on set pieces work on shape for whoever the opponent is it's not really in-depth fitness training you know it's I think we were better when we got more games. Yeah, that's super. Dizzle maybe play Diaz as a false nine, Carvalho and Salah either. Sorry, that's just the flip the flip of what I said about Harvey Elliott. You could do that too. Yeah, it's and that's a viable, a viable option by playing Carvalho out in the wide right left. I think um, if, I think if he's going to go for three three, yeah, I think that's how I, most that's, likely uh, way. Yeah, here. because you could still play Harvey Elliott. I still think you're going to Old Trafford. I still think that Henderson should be playing. I honestly think he, Henderson has to play if you're going to Old Trafford because that crowd is going to be unreal. That atmosphere so is going to so be So intense. then do you, do you push Salah into the middle with Elliot? Is that what you would That's how I would do it. And Diaz out left. Yeah. And I just think the way United are set up, I think Diaz would have Dallow for, he'd have fun against Dallow and the other side Elliot coming in on his left with more having freedom to play in 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 an amongst us and nine. look i just think we'd be better it'll be bring a better balance to the side that way but <laughs> i almost give up on on predicting lineups after after tonight because when, nobody yeah. saw that coming
1: no no um, so Tom Boland um, and then we'll finish up in a few minutes uh, as yeah. I have to uh, we've just done the hour and I have a, a partner and a son not to talk to you. I don't talk to people after we have bad results yeah. so uh, this will be fine once uh, the team will be fine once we get up to speed what people want to see is another Amazon bollock show <laughs> so they can see the players fake reactions um, uh, look um, we'll wrap it up there um, thanks for everybody in the uh, comment section Um there were yeah. it's in. been brilliant
0: it's comments tonight
1: guys thank you been, it's been uh look it's always a bitter pill to swallow when you don't get the result and um, but the puzzle has been we paid a hell of a lot better than we did last week um, and yeah. obviously the negative of Nunes getting sent off isn't isn't great three game ban so now we have a conundrum up top as well Um so hopefully with the week that's in it, or we get a week. Some of the lads are going to be back training. Kaiser will be more up to speed. Uh, Simicas will um, get the rust out of that left boot. Um, yeah, he's, and he's, um, we'll have more options um, in the middle of the park. And um, again, we go to Old Trafford next week. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from you? Um, no, um,
0: uh, just wanted to mention about Bobby's wish to walk. Wish to walk um, the. Link is in the description, as it always is, for every show. Um, you guys know who are regulars in the chat. For those of you who aren't regulars, Bobby has a form of cerebral palsy. He needs to go to Cincinnati for an operation. As far as I know, he was on 117,000 of the 150,000 that he needs to go last I'm gonna night. I'm going to check it here. You keep talking and Hopefully, he can get to that 150,000. This side of Christmas, get the operation, get back. And with the help of everyone pushing it, sharing it, and getting the word out about it, it will get there, you know. And you guys will all know now that Super Chats turned off. If any of you guys feel as though you want to make a donation through to the channel, please direct that to Bobby's. I donate, or his donate page, the description is in the link. If you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. But please share it amongst your WhatsApp groups, your social medias, and just have a read. Have a watch of the video and have a read. If it's something you think you can help with, then please do. He's
1: 236 euros shy of 120 grand. So that's that's up nearly three grand on yesterday. And I'm just looking at it here. One donation was... 2,610, so cracking.
0: But listen, I guarantee you that the the majority of those donations are fivers, are tenors, are 15, 20 quid, you know, where people can't, just throw throw it in if you can. If not, please just share it. It costs absolutely nothing to click on the link and just share it around your socials. It costs absolutely nothing but a couple of minutes each time
1: or just a, an idea that I said during the week as well, is that in a WhatsApp group that I have, we do a last man stand and everybody puts a tenner in. It's a fiver to the prize money, a fiver to Bobby. So 50-50. Um, so you always work up a, a couple of quid doing it that way as well. Yeah,
0: There's, ways. Um, There's always ways of means. Ways of
1: means. That's it uh, for full time Reds. Um, my first ever
0: one, I have to say, I actually enjoyed it. Oh it's, a therapy <laughs> set. it's a therapy session after a bad result, yeah. isn't it? I'm not the Wait till you one come on after one. a good one, mate. I promise. When, it, when you come on after a win, it's fucking great.
1: Yeah, oh, come here. Well, All day today, I was coming on. I was like, what are we going to say when we smash this? I, was like, yeah. I jinxed uh, it. If it wasn't Matt's fault. Matt, if you're listening or if you listen back to this, um, you're going to have to come back again and get a win at Anfield. You've had a loss, you've had a draw, you have to come back for a win now. But um, (laughs) thanks to everybody in the comment section. Um, The comments were flying in. Um, We tried to kind of be fair enough in which ones that we actually put up. Um, So um, what's coming up? So we have, what are we on? On Monday. Gab is back on Wednesday. Wednesday, I think that might be viewers' voice maybe on Thursday. I'm not yeah, sure
0: it's a show lined up for Wednesday. Yeah, I've got one lined up for Friday. I've actually got a Manchester United fan lined up to come on on Friday night. and He's actually a cousin of mine. Uh, he lives in the UK and he's an avid Man United fan who's been a Man United fan all his life. And But he's very balanced and very fair with... He loves a club, don't get me wrong. He's one of those. He doesn't, But he doesn't give you dog's abuse. He... You know when they were successful, yeah. he, he knows that it, that football is cyclical and it come what goes around comes around type thing. But he really knows both, and he's coming on Friday night. Uh, we have another guest lined up as well to come on from. Uh, he's a Newcastle fan. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to both of them. Uh, so, yourself,
1: Chris, and two lads?
0: No, myself and Luke. Chris is still on his oh, all ears. Uh yeah. yeah, he's back in. He's back home Friday, but he's not. Back on the show, it'll be, it'll be myself and Luke, on Friday night you should be on Thursday night. If you can find place. what you need to do, really is find a, a setup for Matt so that Matt can join in on his um, on his phone or something to, yeah. how, for his tour of Ireland and see how he's getting on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we're,
1: we're meeting up next Monday anyway to watch the United game so um, <laughs> hopefully we get to win oh, then and the fun. good thing about your show on Friday as well Gav will be back so all the fancy graphics and yeah, all the league tables stuff. and all yeah. that and um, we'll be back as well but we can Friday
0: stop show. stressing about making sure the shows go on <laughs> but <laughs> it's been an absolute, it's been, been brilliant, brilliant <laughs> yeah exactly it's been brilliant I think really I think we've done that. okay while the boss is away yeah We've kept the, we've kept the place going. There's nobody. Nothing's got. What, there's no the show. Didn't go.
1: Winners and losers. Last week was absolutely. That was hilarious. If you guys haven't seen, it, it was absolutely hilarious.
0: If though. anyone has, Andy if anyone hasn't seen it
1: on the phone and everything.
0: <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen it, go back into. If you click on the YouTube channel, go down the shows until you see last week's winners and losers. I will tell you what, it's the best hour of a podcast that you are likely to sit down and listen to it tomorrow because it'll just take you away totally from the problems that Liverpool are going through at the minute. It's well worth it. It's definitely well worth it if you, if you, if you haven't seen it. Great job.
1: Good stuff. So look, we'll leave it there. Uh, another week, another draw for Liverpool. On to next Monday where we're going to smash United. Thanks very much for joining us on Full Time
0: Reds. We'll talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.